Welcome to the Rhythms Podcast. My name's Hannah. And my name's Chris. This is a podcast about exploring the rhythms, patterns, and habits that bring joy and add richness to our everyday lives. From daily habits to embracing the changing seasons, it's not about mindless routines, but patterns with purpose. It's about making something special out of something ordinary. If you're someone who wants to move beyond just being more efficient or productive and instead find ways to infuse your days with small, familiar moments that matter, then you've found two new friends with the same goal. Every episode, listen in as we share a reflection on the role of rhythms in our lives. Join our conversation as we unpack this idea further and then spend a moment with us considering how that rhythm could shape or add richness to our lives today. Okay, should we go for it? You start. Hi, welcome to the Rhythms Podcast. Welcome welcome to episode (laughs) 10. (laughs) Like that? One day we'll just put this in, right? And people will just know, okay, this is how we actually start before you hear when we start. Maybe this could be the start. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe we should give people a peek behind the curtain. This is the real deal. I Someone asked me to um, like interview someone at a conference recently and they said, it's your fault because I hear on your podcast, I know you're up for it. And I said, no, no, you hear edited, Hannah. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Today you're getting unedited, I'm going to make Hannah. an executive decision then and talk to editor Chris and this is going to be the introduction now. Okay. Well, if this is the introduction, hello everyone who's listening. Hello. So today you're going to get a little bit of a different sort of episode from us. So we are going to answer a bunch of questions that have been sent in about the podcast, about rhythms. And we're going to celebrate because this is a bit of a milestone episode for us, episode 10. Hooray! If we were a weekly podcast, it would be episode 20. And they say, if you can make it past episode 21 then you're a, f- a well-established podcast. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so we must be, yeah, like week 20 at least. Yeah. Yeah. Not because of laziness, but I don't think we could have we could manage a, a <laughs> We figured out what the right rhythm for us mm. was in this season. Well, it's all coming <laughs> together. But actually, that is a good little segue, if we're ready, Chris, into what one of our questions was. Are mm. we ready to go? Yeah, let's just go for it, eh? There's a bunch that have come in. We are going to attempt to get to as many as we can. Some of them might run together because they have similar sort of themes. We'll let the episode go for as long as it needs to. So feel free to like dip in and out. You might not want to take it in all in one go. Is that how you listen to a podcast, Chris? Or you were like a whole way through, man? I don't know. Like depends on how long the activity attached to the podcast is. Sure. But we're going to go for like a Joe Rogan experience, three-hour marathon style. Are they really? I've never had a Joe Rogan experience. (laughs) That's quite cool. That's very (laughs) clever. I'm not a – I don't listen to him regularly, but I think some of his episodes are two or three hours long and they just sit there and and yarn. So we could do that. Okay. That will be past my bedtime, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to break that rhythm. So the first question that we're going to talk about is – How long had you guys, Chris, you and I, Mm -hmm. been thinking and talking about starting a podcast and what made us actually do it? There is an episode where we mentioned this. I can't remember it, though. 
but we talked yeah. about our Christmas podcast. Hannah and I used to work on the same building and like yes. roughly in similar fields. And so one day Hannah had an idea to do a three-part Christmas-themed podcast. And remember, it was like, I think it was only like three weeks until Christmas when I pitched it to you, mm. maybe four weeks. And so I was like, we got to get this done. Yeah. No, it was fun. We, um, I really enjoyed it. Hannah's script for it was really interesting and varied. It was aimed at primarily at families and young kids. And it's got lots of different bits in it. Um, there's some singing. There's like interactive games and things and it was a nice experience to work on eh it was so fun and yeah the way that you brought it all together it sounded and felt like christmas like and storyteller chris's voice is all through it which i think is just yeah. so beautiful it's like so. i'm gonna just go close to my mic it's like asmr chris <laughs> yeah one day <laughs> So good. And yeah. then just imagine like Christmassy jingly music yeah. behind. As, well, you don't have to imagine it. You can go listen to it. it. It's been moved now. It used to be called Family Time, but now it is. We'll, we'll, link, it, we'll link it in the show notes. How about that? We'll link it. We'll link it. But it is now a like training for leaders podcast. Yeah. And it's the first, yeah. it's the first three episodes, uh, four episodes of that technically. But yes. we'll link it in the show notes because it's it's uh, it's now a chapter in a, a larger book. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that was actually our first podcast, and it was kind of rushed, but really fun first attempt, and it was really good. But it was only ever going to be three three episodes in a trailer. But we started talking about this podcast kind of on and off for I would say a few months at least. But what I really trace it back to is that road trip from Auckland on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. You think? Do you remember we talked about it quite a bit then? And I think even at that point, you might have brought up the idea of rhythms as a topic. Oh, because true. Yeah. I remember us talking about rhythms that we had during, like, our church had this whole series called Rhythms when we were all in um, COVID lockdown. Yeah, which was like proper lockdown, right? We couldn't go out. We couldn't do anything that was like normal and so we had this idea of repeated patterns throughout the week so monday would be a certain thing we'd do tuesday and so forth and the idea was it would give you consistency in a time where things were changing very quickly day to day you know mm -hmm. everyone was tuning in for the one o'clock covid 19 press briefing in new zealand do you remember that was it one o'clock or 12 o'clock and I loved tuning in at first because it was always like exciting. Yeah. And then I got so over it. And when someone in my household would turn that flipping TV on, I was like, get that out of my house. <laughs> that was around week week two or three, eh? Yeah. When like you've had enough sourdough bread and your kombucha is not yes. really working out anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that was kind of, I remember even on that road trip. So we were driving back from Auckland, you and Vanessa and I. And you brought up, like, I think it would be fun to make something for ourselves, not for work. Yeah. And maybe this is an idea. And then we kind of left it for a while. Yeah. That was a big thing for me, though, is having something that was our own because we have both professionally been creating for other people for so long mm. that we always, I'm not, I'm not speaking for myself, Anna, but I suspect it's the same for you. We always sort of shelved our own creativity in favor of pouring it into something else. And creatives will know that if you do it for a living, it becomes quite hard to do it for fun as well. Mm, mm. And so I, it was really important to me at that time and still now to actually be creating something that I was really proud of 
for myself and that didn't have any expectation attached to it other than my own sense of self-satisfaction of, hey, this is something I'm really proud of, which Mm. I am. I'm really proud of what we've done in our 10 episodes. I think even if we stopped today, which we're not going to, I'd be proud of the 10 episodes we've made. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like I think the creative work and like those ideas that we have unpacked and understood, like have kind of surprised me actually. Yeah. So enjoyed knowing more about how I think and how I view the world because we've had to pull it out so we can articulate it. Yeah, absolutely. And we've probably learned more than we would have if we hadn't done it. Mm. Yeah. So I think it's been really valuable. Yeah. So there you go. It was probably just like pretty much just this year we started thinking about it. We did it because really, Chris, because you were like, come on, let's do this. Yeah. Why not? I said, I remember saying we need to back ourselves, eh? Yes, you did. And have some confidence that what we have to say is important enough for someone to hear it. And everyone's got that. Everyone's got something that they have to offer. And sometimes we undersell ourselves and what our opinion and our voice has to offer. And so I just, I didn't want to leave it on the shelf yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to leave it on the shelf and get dusty, and you know. So yeah, that that was that was important to me for sure. Yeah, well, yeah. Thanks for doing it, Chris. It's well, been so much fun. it's a team effort, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, thanks it's to the myself. Rhythms podcast, plural. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the podcast, we've had a couple of questions about how we make it because. It doesn't, a lot of the work actually, before we even hit record, is all in the pre-production, is all in the planning of an episode. Mm. We created this rhythm, I suppose, for our pre-production where we really get to unpack our ideas, the person who's written a reflection about the idea and the person who's going to receive that reflection and be part of the conversation. So if you've been listening for a while, you've probably picked up that Chris and I at the moment are alternating writing reflections. Also, let me just throw in here. Another question we got was, how do you come up with your topics? We'll get to that. But we each get to decide what we want to write about. And like Chris said in the last episode, usually it reflects like where the bookmark is in our life right now. So genuinely the things that I've been thinking about, wondering about, pondering is what I tend to write about that fortnight and so we write the reflection the other person gets to read it over the weekend and then we sit down to record maybe we've like come up with some talking points and things but then we are not in the same room when we record we are for one episode uh i wonder if our audio files can pick up which one it is it's actually very much to do with what we're talking about, like which is ideal that we're in the same room. Yes. So maybe that's, that's a giving good it away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, we record remotely. We give ourselves a little bit of time to like chew on the reflection over the weekend and come up with some talking points, but we, we aim to record on Mondays. Hannah's in, in um, Wike and I, and I'm in Wellington Central. And so we'll FaceTime each other and we'll record independently so uh, I've got a microphone and an audio interface and Hannah's got a microphone and an audio interface is that what it's called I did not know I just say the red box told me to get this red box so I got it yeah (laughs) Uh, it's a focus uh, Hannah's running a focus right scarlet and I'm running the 2i4 nice nice bits of gear for anyone who's interested and 
we do <laughs> we do a very non-technical like okay ready three two one record <laughs> <laughs> it works bro right you're the editor doesn't uh, work well it's not ideal but it works close enough so sometimes I'll have to do a bit of creative editing to line everything up but we record for about an hour and we'll talk about the topic and the discussion and before that actually whoever's reflection it was they'll record that separately and upload that to we we should have like a google drive or something and then i'll sit down with the two finished audio takes and piece the episode together i've got a template i used logic pro x to start a fresh template And we've got our introduction and then the reflection, which is where I get to be a little bit creative. Some more than others, depending on time, if we've had to push out our recording for whatever reason, because life happens, the sound design is a little less involved. And sometimes that depends as well, like on the topic, right? Like I remember when I did my slowing down reflection, I came to you and I was like, I really want it to be like you're going on this flight with me. So how can we do that? Yeah, sometimes the topic lends itself better. So, you, you know, there's like airport ambience and and a bit of sound design with planes taking off and the cabin noise. And there's a lot of work there if you want there to be. For Hannah's slowing down at um, 500 kilometers an hour episode, I was very intentional about how I cut up Hannah's reflection audio. So to give it gaps where it needed gaps. You see it in films and, and audio where you have a lot of power to change the meaning of something when you, like if you put a gap for like two seconds longer, it can change the implied meaning. Uh, and yes. so there's a bit of that. So I'm, I always have to kind of juggle that when I'm editing. Uh, a little bit of behind the scenes fact as well about that episode was I was really sick when I had to record that reflection. So I think I had to record it like four or five times because I was so sniffly, like my voice sounded <laughs> so gross. Yeah. So I had to do it, like I tried twice that week yeah. recording it and listening back and be like, does it sound like I'm sick? Yeah, and mine, I, I was... I had the worst flu ever in episode four and doing the reflection for that was just awful. If you've ever recorded (laughs) yourself with a sniffly nose, it is impossible. It's so hard. So I think you did very well. You catching your breath and like getting like. (laughs) Yeah. And there's no plugin for that. There's no audio plugin to make someone sound (laughs) less, less congested. So yeah, that's just a little bit of the production process. And I um, have presets for each of our voices that I apply so that everything is consistent. And I've also done a little bit of work just to make it sound like we're sitting in the same room, which you can do that with some reverb settings just to make, Mm. to simulate the sound of a room and then we upload the episode to our host and then Hannah catches the baton the ball at this point yeah and so I get sent this beautiful episode and I work on the transcript getting it all uploaded to our web page for that episode and then doing all of the show notes so anytime we said we're going to link something we think it'd be helpful if we gave you a resource so to those of you who check out the show notes and the links oh shout out yeah (laughs) Uh, but no genuinely there's some good stuff in there well when i listen to podcasts i often go to the show notes to try and like follow little leads so it feels important yeah they they do flesh out the episodes a bit so if you aren't checking out the show notes like head to the head to the site it's rhythms it's rhythms.com you can get all of the show notes there and for a bit of fun go and read the transcripts because they are automatically generated oh my gosh sometimes they're so they don't yeah they don't make any sense sometimes it's like (laughs) 70 percent there and then that other 30 percent is just hilarious 
So, <laughs> but that's true. You that know what we fun. should do is we'll do an episode where we just recite the transcript word for oh word <laughs> and then see if people can figure it out. <laughs> that's yeah. so They'll funny. look plug there for the uh, for the transcript in the show notes. But yeah, that's that's our process yeah. and it's been working really well. And it's always like just fun. I always feel a bit nervous, to be honest, when we're going to record because I think, oh my gosh, how are we going to talk thoughtfully for that long? And I feel a bit like nervous. But then I always just have so much fun. And when I finish talking to Chris, I'm like, oh my gosh, why was I nervous about that? That was fun. Yeah. Actually, that does segue nicely into one of the questions we had, which is how long we've known each other for. And I think the fact that we um, have uh, an existing relationship and that we've done these conversations before after events and, yeah. and venting in the car so or true. when we're working on the same building together and having lunch or something. Like we've had all of these conversations before and have gotten used to to the the, the pitter patter of, you know, the back and forth of of our conversations. And also like we get worked like we kinda intimated earlier on creative projects together. And so I don't think our feelings are easily gonna get hurt when we're working together because we know each other so well and we know, oh, this is how Chris or this is how Hannah works. Yeah. So I, I honestly don't know if I could do a podcast with someone I didn't know as well as you. But yeah, so how do we know each other? How long have uh, we known each other? Ooh, I don't know actually. How long have you been in a relationship with Vanessa for? It's our 10th wedding anniversary in November, and then we mm -hmm. dated for about three years. Yeah, so maybe about 14 years now? Yeah, I think. Because I think you guys got together like the year the year that I sort of became friends yeah, with her. Yeah, well, I kind of stole her away from you, didn't I? There was a, yeah, there was a short period there <laughs> where I saw my best friend walk off into Sorry. the distance with this lovely tall man, but you guys came back. Well, she came back and she brought yeah, you, which was yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys, you guys were friends before we'd properly met. I think though, through our, our mutual connections, though, we probably knew of each other in the same way that, that Vanessa and I um, knew each other. But being part of the same church community and the same workplace has helped our relationship to grow. Yeah, and then we've like gone on holidays, like yeah. traveled the world together, the three of Where us. Where have we gone? Hannah, we've gone to, we've gone all over Europe. Yep, uh, we have in the UK, Scandinavia. We've done Australia Oh, that's together. right, yeah. I've got such a bad memory. What? Oh, I thought you were saying you had a bad memory no, from that trip. Do you know what I always think what? of is how we got a rental SUV. Mm -hmm. And then remember we're at the rental car place and the guy's like, uh, the five of you, because my sister and brother-in-law were with us as well. And, and all of your luggage is not going to fit in that car. And we're like, uh, we've rented an SUV. We'll be fine. And remember oh, we show up and it's the smallest. I like, I don't even know if you can call nah. it an SUV. And I have like the shortest legs in the group other than my sister, but I'm the driver. Yeah. So we had to make you sit in the front passenger seat and then the other three were crammed into the back. That's right. I remember they said something like the back seat was like leaning backwards and they couldn't figure out how to get it. But yeah, we were just all crammed into that car <laughs> for that was, a week or whatever. That was fun though. That's a story. I forgot all about that. Oh, oh yeah. Go. Good times. That was a long yeah, time no, ago. No, we've done a bit of travel. Europe was really fun. We were away for six weeks, I think. Crazy yeah. to think, hey. I know. That was when I'd like just started working in the same place as you. And I remember I took the job and I was like, oh, but just so you know, I'm going away. And Vanessa's mum was my boss. And she's like, I know. <laughs> she knew before you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. So yeah. 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 Good, Good times. times. Yeah. If you really want to test a friendship, 
travel with someone. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I thought you were going to say make a podcast with someone. Well, I think both yeah, are both true. Yeah, both true, definitely. No, this has been a very good experience. Yeah. Um, okay, do you think All we right. could get to some of our questions around like helping people troubleshoot their yes. rhythms? Yes, let's give them something useful now that you can, you, you've skipped past all of this waffle. <laughs> yes, true. Maybe we can put that in the show. No, if you don't want to hear us yeah. waffle on, skip to. Yeah. So someone had a question, sent a question in that I really, really liked. They said, mm-hmm. you mentioned on one of your episodes that traditions are like rhythms for groups of people. I'm still in a relatively new relationship, marriage, almost five years, and our family is growing with the arrival of our kids. I'd love to establish some meaningful traditions for our family, both for just me and my husband and for our whole family. Any ideas? Hmm. Marriage, marriage is its own journey, and it's good to remind yourself that a rhythm is a repeated thing. It's a repeated something. So firstly, it's actually just finding out what are the things that we're doing every day mm-hmm. that are really common. Because there are things we do every day that are common, right? We eat, we travel probably somewhere, mm. you know, we, I don't know, hopefully have a shower or brush our teeth every day or something <laughs> yes, like that. Yeah. So it's like identify what are the things that you're doing every day where you can make you can you have like a starting point mm-hmm. to like infuse those with the meaning that you're the the richness that you're after. Mm. Yeah, like it could be that you intentionally decide to have breakfast together. It, like, oh, there's a beautiful rhythm that I've heard of one of my favorite bands. It's a it's a couple, a married couple. And every morning she doesn't get out of bed until her husband has brought her a cup of coffee. Really? Yeah. Isn't oh, that lovely? Nice. If you live with someone, you realize just how much of their life you begin to absorb after a while. Mm. And that that happens over time. And Hannah, you live in a community with people, so you must know this, that you start to almost reflect each other a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. There are times when Vanessa and I have accidentally like worn matching outfits and not realized it. Yes. Yeah, actually, my sisters and I do that quite a lot. Or sometimes it'll be like just my two sisters and I show up and I'm like, how come I didn't get the memo? Well, Vanessa and I don't have kids, but um, Hannah, you live in close proximity to many kids. So what does look, what does establishing rhythms with kids look like? Yes. So this is something, an episode that I want to write in the future about like, how do you have rhythms when people get in the way? For the purpose of this question, I kind of like came up with a few little questions to ask or like little steps to walk through um, mm-hmm. to help you think about what would work for your family, whether it's just you, you and your spouse or for a whole family. And I've got an example of something that we did. So there are 12 of us who all live on the same lifestyle property, I think. So the first thing I think that's helpful to do is to figure out like what is the purpose um, or the occasion that you're trying to acknowledge with the tradition mm-hmm. So um, or an opportunity. So it could be yeah, an occasion or, an, or a celebration or it could be that you've got like a need or something that you want to solve or often what we need rhythms for are to help us transition. So figure out what it is. What is the opportunity? And then think about how do you want to feel? So that's the like kind of enjoying it thing because a rhythm um, helps us get where we want to go and enjoy getting there. And so a tradition is when we kind of like bring some other people along with us. So how do you want to feel? It could be that you want to feel relaxed. It could be that you want to have like a sense of anticipation. Maybe you want to have fun. Maybe you want to have 
something to be peaceful. Maybe you want it to feel like a party, like you name that. It could even be like you just want things to feel normal. Totally. Whatever normal is, like you, maybe you've been totally. in a season where it's been like quite chaotic and then you just want actually like a week where everything is just settled. Totally. totally. And especially if you're thinking of like a daily rhythm or tradition, you probably don't want like big dynamics in that. You're, so you're probably looking for like a feeling that's kind of like mild, you know, maybe it is like relaxed or peaceful or whatever, calm. And so then you're going to think about what is going to help you achieve that. So what's going to help you acknowledge the occasion or the opportunity or fix the problem, whatever that first step is, what's going to help you do that while you feel fill in the blank. And so here you want to think about the group of people. So who's involved and any time possible, I think you want to go for a crowd pleaser. So that could be if there's going to be food involved, go for food that's a crowd pleaser thing or an activity or music or the environment, whatever it is. Try and think what will the group here generally enjoy? Another thing is to consider scale. So that'll be a little bit indicated by the purpose or the opportunity that you're trying to meet. But do you want to go really big here or do you want to go small? Is there a guest list? So you've already included the the people. So in this instance, it's the family or just you and your spouse. But is there someone else that you want to invite into this particular tradition that you're trying to create? And then to check your expectations. And this is a Mm. lazy genius principle. You've heard us talk about the lazy genius podcast on this podcast before. And this is a really, really important one because sometimes we have the like montage from like beautiful movies in our heads of how this traditional, this rhythm is going to go. We need to check our expectations. Remember, this is going to be real life. So like, what do we actually want to achieve out of this? And is that realistic? So that all sounds, that's all quite theoretical at the moment. So I thought I'd take us through a time when I actually did this with my family. So we love Christmas in our family. Love it. I watch Christmas movies, listen to Christmas music, read Christmas books all year round. But I'm always ready to like properly get into the Christmas season. Now in our family, we've deliberately chosen to wait until after the November, the last November birthday. So that's my sister is in like mid-November. So we're not allowed to like decorate or do anything like that until after mid-November. And then we go. We actually have a opening ceremony activity for Christmas, which is that we go to this Christmas market in Kimbolton together. But then what we realized is we wanted to have these wonderful Christmas celebrations, which start for some people that's quite early. But the reason we have to start early is because as soon as Christmas is done, we want it wrapped up because we want to move into summer holiday mode. We don't want our Christmas trees and all the presents and stockings, everything hanging around when we want to be hanging around the pool and having lovely summertime meals and everything. So Boxing Day, that Christmas tree, all the decorations, the Christmas music, it all goes. And so we needed something that helped us transition from Christmas to summer holidays. So it was kind of like closing ceremony for Christmas, opening ceremony for summer holidays. And at this point, our family, we still probably have like a week and a half, two weeks when we're all around home enjoying the holidays. So it was like important that we get this. So we created for on the 27th of December, we have the biggest, most fun Mexican fiesta meal. We have the music, the decorations. We make all the tacos we like, specialty drinks. We do it all. 
All the serveware has to be like Mexican party style, just kind of go all out. And that kicks off our summer holidays. We'll have like the pool open. And so crowd pleaser, because everyone in our family loves Mexican food. Actually, not everyone loves Mexican music. So sometimes my sister will wear her earplugs (laughs) 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 when she comes. And then we all like hanging out in the pool, you know, being out on the deck and stuff. So that's something that we did is we figured out how do we help the whole family transition, be excited to let Christmas go. Mm. How do we have this sense of like fun? We're moving on to something new and what's everyone going to enjoy? And everyone's going to look forward to it and come with us. Mm. Mexican fiesta. Is it Mexican fiesta or summer siesta? <laughs> that comes afterwards. We have to have the big party okay. and then the rest of the like two weeks before we go back to work, yeah. summer siesta. So you guys have like lots of moving parts to deal mm-hmm. with because you've got so many preferences and people around, but I reckon you can scale this down. Like Vanessa and my, our my Christmas looks so different to yours. Mm-hmm. Although your your house is part of our end of year routine mm-hmm. because we sometimes we come up and stay with you over New Year's, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. But rhythms can be small. You could do like okay, I'm I'm closing off this season and starting a new season. Mm-hmm. in the same way and maybe that's a, a practical thing like taking down the christmas tree on a like a determined date yes or something but it's it's i think there's an element of putting things into action physically like it's yeah. kind of like it's like the i don't care counter you know the act of doing something physically it just takes it out of the theoretical it makes it a real thing and i don't know i think it helps make rhythms more approachable Especially when life, there's so there's so much texture to life, eh? There's so many ebbs and flows and things that change, and just making them real things, mm-hmm. and real actionable things like cooking that that crowd pleaser meal or having that preset date where you take the Christmas tree down is really helpful. Yeah, and I think probably what you're hearing as well, and what I'm talking about is we are like active relaxers, a lot of us in the family, and we love to make things. So that's also coming through is that's what we're going to really enjoy. That's what's going to help us feel like we're having a party. Because to be honest, when the Midlands go to a party, we are like not really the party animals. But if we can plan the party, yes, that's where we are like most alive. So that's what's important to us is that like feeling of activity. But it could also be something about like, a regular reading rhythm where you decide that you and your family after dinner, once all the dishes are cleaned up, you have 15 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever of you're all reading in the same room. You know, it doesn't have to be that you're reading aloud, but like it's reading time. If that was something that's important to your family. Yeah. There's an, also an element of knowing the people you're doing the rhythm with as well. And families is, is kind of built in because you, you live with each other and you do life around each other. But in, in the case of like a new marriage, if you've, Maybe if you've only just moved in with a partner or whatever, a new season of life means new things to learn about each other. You don't just start a relationship and know everything about that person. You don't know necessarily the quirks or the habits or the things that will crop up. And rhythms are a great way of grounding that in reality. Yeah, responding to an opportunity as it arises, which Mm. opportunity might be like a nice word for a a little niggly thing, you know? Opportunity, yeah. 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 So hopefully that's answered the question. Yeah, but DM us if you like want to talk it through a little bit more. 
because yeah, that's I could keep talking about that. Mm. It was fun to like try and think through my ideas. So. There might be something in that for a Christmas episode, Hannah. Oh yeah, true. The summer true. siesta. <laughs> no, no, not summer siesta. What do you call it? Mexican Mexican fiesta. Fiesta. <laughs> which goes into summer siesta. Yes. Actually, can I just say I feel like you've told that story before on an episode. Oh, but I, I think I might have cut it. Oh, okay. <laughs> for time. Sorry. So here's your vindication. I'm not sure <laughs> any if there's any rabbit listen, like ultra super mega fans who have listened and memorized everything we've said. All right, let's move on. Okay, I've got a fun <laughs> one here. Okay. If you had to create a rhythm of eating the same meal every Monday night, what mm. meal would you choose? Oh. I have, I can answer this one because it's not my Monday night meal, but as I've been going on my weight loss journey, I've had to find meals that I like know the nutritional content of quite easily. Mm-hmm. And so I've been finding that I've been eating the same lunches most days. Mm-hmm. And I know how many, like how much proteins in there, how many calories, how much like saturated fat. I really like, like I'm the kind of person who goes into a restaurant and will want to try everything on the menu. Yes, and then you'll be sad when you pick something and then someone else's meal comes out and you think, I wish I got that. Yeah, they call that menu (laughs) envy. (laughs) Yes. Menu envy, which I get the, I get menu envy for sure. Um, Whereas Vanessa is perfectly content to get the same um, chicken cashew nut stir fry every time Mm -hmm. because she's like, well, why would I risk it? You know, I really like this dish. And I know mm-hmm. it's going to be good. So, but I'm the opposite. I want to try everything. So this is like different for me. Yes, but yeah. it's been driven. It's been driven by something that I've I've decided is important. Mm-hmm. I've decided that I need, in terms of managing my energy intake, I need to have meals that I can go to, and I know that that's what that contains. So, the the answer to that for me is that I have a goal and the rhythm of of the same meal. Mm-hmm. It's helping me achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to, at the start, but in the end, you look back in hindsight and go, man, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, I enjoy those meals now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would do, at least. I I thought I cook on a Monday night, so my mind immediately went to what would I be happy to cook every Monday night for 12 people. What's on the meal plan for Monday at the moment? Well, this last Monday we had fried chicken sliders, which Ooh. was delish. We loved yeah. it. That's often chosen as like a birthday meal in our household. But I was trying to think through, oh, I don't know. Like I, I would love to have tacos every week, but we make our own tortilla. So that would be a bit too much work on a Monday because I work full day on a Monday. So as you were talking, a whole different idea came into my mind, Chris. If I had to have the same meal every Monday night, mm-hmm. I'd have my favorite food every Monday night. Do you know what that is? Um, no. It's a McDonald's hamburger. Oh, yeah, you're a weirdo, eh? It's so you good. Are the weird, you're the oh one person gosh. who orders hamburgers at McDonald's. I could, anytime anyone would ever in my life offer me McDonald's hamburger, I would feel like it and I would not eat it. A, I l- love can I, them. Can I clarify that it's not a cheeseburger that she's No, I don't eat about. that, like, fake cheese. Oh, that's the best part. No, oh, my gosh. I just, do you know what? I, I know. I have simple taste, but it's because I enjoy 
the pure flavors of something like, you know, when I get a kebab, I don't want yeah. any sauce. I like the taste of the meat. And a McDonald's hamburger, I don't need the distractions of all those other burger oh, okay. fillings. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just need the good stuff. Okay. So, yeah. No, no, I'm, you do you. You do I'm you. I'm standing Enjoy by a McDonald's hamburger. Enjoy your hamburger. <laughs> do you think, though, like you would get sick of your favorite food? If, would it become your favorite I think that's my best food? bet. If I had to eat the same thing every Monday night, that's my best bet is to go for a McDonald's hamburger. Okay. I, I couldn't do it. Eh? I, don't, I couldn't choose a food. That's my favorite. That's the yeah. worst part about having menu envy. Yeah, intro. Yeah. If I was going for a healthy option, which people will go, this isn't healthier, uh, maybe a steak and salad. A steak and salad, yeah. <laughs> I I had the biggest steak of my life a couple of days ago. It Ooh. was 600 grams. <gasps> Yum. That was really good. Where was but it? We'll put not, it in the show notes. <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't very healthy. <laughs> But it was delicious. Okay. Where to next, Chris? Where to? Um, oh, we had a very, very, like, heady, deep ah, question. I know where you're going. Yes. And I think we we want to tackle it, but we want to give it a shot. So this person has asked, how big can a rhythm be? Do you define micro or macro rhythms, meaning big or small rhythms, by time or impact? There's like so much in that. Yes. There <laughs> so what's, is. <laughs> what's, the, what's the answer, Hannah? I found it very intimidating, actually. Yeah. And I, I'm like looking at the notes that I wrote, which was me trying to answer the question. Yeah. And at the bottom of the page, I realized I hadn't answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a here's a tip for when you have like a, a dense question is just break it up into chunks. So we've got one question here, how big can a rhythm be? And then then you've got parameters like big rhythms or small rhythms. Do you measure them by time or by impact? So there's a mm-hmm. few things you can unpack there. So the first thing, how big can a rhythm be? And mm-hmm. my initial thoughts were they can be as big or as little as they need to be to make the moment, the task, or the pattern have significance. Mm-hmm. So a rhythm can be a whole of life thing. Maybe it's like a, a, a calling to a vocational sort of career where you're doing something that's something you're passionate about and that directs your entire life. Mm-hmm. Or it can just be something really s- simple, like like yeah. how you brush your teeth. So, And this is sort of what I wrote about was that one thing that a rhythm does is it helps you embrace the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. So that can be like a season of life, a stage of life. That can be a time of day. That can be like a calendar season, whatever. So exactly what you're saying there yeah. is it can be really, really big. It could be this time of your life when you're raising young children. That goes for yeah. years and years. Or it can be, oh my gosh, the time I woke up and rolled out of bed to when I leave for work. And the thing with rhythm in, in a musical context is rhythm is created not just by the beats that you hear, but the gaps in between, mm. you know, it's, there's, it's created, uh, uh, music is created by, by space and by absence and by silence. And so to me, those times can feel quite small and intimate and that can be quite big, like a big accented note next to a really small note. And, and music happens when you have those in sequence. Mm. So music would be really boring if it was the same thing um, the whole way. So you have this sort of, modulation this up and down this big and little heavy light slow fast and that's what life is it's it's like this it's this modulating pulse 
that that carries us through our journey, our mm-hmm. our story. Rhythms are constantly undulating; they're constantly moving us to the next sort of part of our life where we want to go next. And there's there's elements of time there. So so again, you're looking at a whole of life thing, where you know we've talked about this concept of sort of compounding return, where lots of little decisions over time looked back on in hindsight can can show you how far you've come and also you've got this sense of significance of smaller moments in the moment you know really like singular granular things that like little achievements in the day that can just be that like um, we've talked about like not caring about something little right mm-hmm. we don't need to carry that for our whole life we can just tick it off and be done with it mm-hmm. so so it, it's both and. That's a that's a big question to kind of like engage my brain a bit. <laughs> yeah, I messaged the person who sent us this one, and they said as well they were limited by the size of the question box. Oh, really? <laughs> so this is where. Do you know what Chris would be so cool if one day we can like get in the same room as some of our as some of our listeners, and like we could mm. have some of these like longer form conversations yeah. with people. Yeah, for sure. But we appreciate everyone who's put in a question has had like kind of almost a different take and a different for sure. um, like flavor of what rhythms look like in their lives. And we've talked about this in our sort of little pre-episode huddles is that um, we don't want to own the concept of rhythms as well because we we know that people view that word and what it represents as different to our own experiences and where we are in life and rhythms can be like micro or macro, like big or small. Mm. They can be like really in the moment or they can be like these whole of life experiences. And so we don't want to own that, but we just want to put our sort of flavor on it, which is, you know, rhythms get us to where we need to go. They make those moments feel meaningful and rich and have purpose uh, and 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 bring meaning out of it. Well, I just wanted to add to what you said then, Chris, was because we have had some like really, really lovely messages sent to us with people's thoughts about the podcast. And so often I've thought, oh my goodness, I think that you are like understanding and finding meaning in what we're discussing even more than me, you know, like people's Mm. insights and perspective is so beautiful and deep. And so, yeah, again, if you have sent us a message, we are so, so grateful and it's so helpful to us as well um, to be in these conversations, not just with each other, but with others about rhythms and how they are changing us and informing our lives. And you know, what's helpful for me is just to know that there are others who are just kind of stumbling along like me, Mm, you know, like I haven't got it figured out, you know, (laughs) like life is so confusing Mm -hmm. and all we can do is have a real crack at trying to figure it out. We like sort of talked about this recently in the input output episode is like we are ourselves and we are also always continually becoming ourselves. Like we're always going to be changing and growing and becoming Mm. something new. Yeah. Um, So it's nice having people on the same going in the same direction and trying to figure things out, whatever season of life we're in, Mm -hmm. because we're all in different you know, parts of the piece of music, you know, some of us are in the the big loud moments and some of us are in the little gaps and the spaces and the quiet bits. Um, but we're all just kind of stumbling, stumbling along and figuring it out, you know. And if listening to this podcast is one of your rhythms that's helping hold and carry you through whatever season you're in, thank you so much. <laughs> like we'd love to be part of it. Yeah, thanks. Um, so just... I did promise we'd come back to this question, which mm-hmm. is um, how do you come up with your topics? And I think mm. that what we've just been talking about is really applicable here. 
I don't know about you, but usually I get like inspired by something. So it might be something I've heard or something I've seen. And then often I'm like driving or like sitting in a meeting or something. So I'm like pull over or like surreptitially get my phone out. And I just have all of these notes in my phone. And they're completely like nonsensical sometimes. Totally. Yeah, I've got a and, whole note like that too. Where it's yeah, like, well, I've got multiple notes. Like I just need to stick to one. So I always just have to search rhythms and then like scroll through all these notes trying to figure out. And then what did that mean? But yeah, I like normally like get inspired by something and I think, oh, there's something in there that will help with this idea of rhythms. And then I start writing and usually I just have like bullet points and then somewhere in there, the shape of the topic will appear. And then usually I'm really lucky that once a month I get a weird weekday off because I work one Saturday a month. And usually on that day, I sit down and I like fully flesh out the idea, write it all out. I like go to someone in my family and start talking it out, reading it to them. And then I'm pausing and they're just sitting there while I'm like quickly adding some more thoughts because as I've spoken it out, I've figured out more of what it is. Mm. I have a similar process, I think. A a lot of my ideas will come to me in the shower Mm -hmm. um, because it's like this moment in time where I'm literally like standing still. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got like, I've got a spot where my forehead goes <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stand there for five, ten minutes I, I shouldn't it's You're only not the, the tank length, water, clearly link, Length of a four minute song, <laughs> they say um, Guilty, I, we, I love a long shower We had one summer on our property where it was like If you want to be clean, you have to swim in the pool Because <laughs> we had like such little amount of yeah. water in our tanks Yeah now, showers are, are magic places for ideas, and so I, I'll chew on. I'll either like let my mind wander and and let it latch onto an idea that I find interesting, or mm-hmm. I'll be chewing on an idea that um, is one of the random little notes in my notepad. Potential spoiler for another episode, but like sometimes we'll have like a seasonal thing. Like um, we were talking mm-hmm. about um, in New Zealand, we've got the elections in October. And, you know, as part of starting a podcast, you kind of want to cast the net wide and try and bring people in and, you know, it's something that's on top for people. So it's not even that there's there's even a really an idea around rhythms there yet, but possibly there's a thread there which, which we can pull on. Mm-hmm. And then pulling on that, maybe this idea of the election, maybe there's something in terms of rhythm around maybe repeating something every few years rather than every few days. And so I sort of chew on that, like I try and pull on little bits of ideas. And sometimes it's kind of like stress testing it, eh? Sometimes you just don't find an idea and you just got to park it. Mm-hmm. And maybe that gets folded into another episode or it, it lives yeah. in your mind somewhere and there's a perfect little slot for it during an episode somewhere or in another part of your life even. For sure. Yeah, ideas are hard and generating ideas is difficult. But if you're passionate about a subject too or you're interested in something, it, it does come a bit more natural, I think. Mm. Mm. If you're not interested in something, it's so much harder to get get that initial burst of motivation to actually think about it. Mm. Otherwise, you're not thinking about that in the shower. You're thinking about your breakfast or something. I have another question here, which um, someone sent in asking for advice Mm. on encouraging people in our own lives or in their life with cultivating their own positive rhythms. So Mm. how can someone support someone else, a loved one or whoever, to 
cultivate their own rhythms. Ah, so not like external of yourself. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. So maybe like your soul, yes, rhythms are a helpful part of my life. But I think <laughs> I've done this. You think I think rhythms would be a helpful thing in that person's life. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like that's kind of our dynamic because I am still like a perpetual work in progress. Mm-hmm. In fact, we've updated our um our little podcast blurb now to say that Hannah is a rhythms yes, devotee I liked that. and I'm a perpetual work in progress. But like that's kind of our dynamic, right? And and I think in the first episode you were like, actually, Chris, I don't think you're doing rhythms you know you're, yeah. you're, you're just doing patterns and habits they're not yeah. rhythms they're not rich because and you I'm haven't like, discovered the magic i want yeah. you to discover the magic and i'm like whatever this isn't a disney movie you know <laughs> i think relationship is so important you you can't approach someone on uneven footing you need to have some common ground some dynamic where you can speak to that person Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm assuming the question is coming out of a space where it's like, there's this person in my life mm-hmm. who, who maybe I'm, I'm close with or someone who I think would really benefit from this. So like check, check where your relationship is first, because I think that is going to give you lots of little doors to walk through. And it's about picking which of those doors is the, the, the one. Because again, rhythms isn't an answer. It's not like a prescription. You're like, hey, here, take two of these rhythms and call me in the morning. Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just, it's another tool in the tool chest. And so it might be that a rhythm is one part of this person. Like, hey, oh, you could really benefit from this and this. But I think definitely it starts with relationship, having a, 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 a solid idea of where you stand with that person and how much you can speak in from that position yeah positioning for sure i um in preparing for like being able to answer this question i went to a podcast that i listened to it's a podcast actually that inspired kind of our format and this host had done an episode where he was answering listener questions and someone wrote in about how do i support my spouse with these unhealthy habits i know i can't change them but how do i be a supportive wife or whatever it was And I really liked what the host wrote back and spoke back, which is about like, he believes that you can change someone. You cannot control someone, but your influence and the love that you have for that person will change them if you like focus on loving them. And I thought that that's not a really nice, clean, easy answer to give, but I do think that that's Mm. a lot of merit in that. And then the other thing that I thought was, I think just being able to like offer invitations and like to get super practical about a rhythm as well as like, Mm. can you offer an invitation to someone to join you in a rhythm? Mm. It could be, hey, I always want my Sunday afternoons to be like lovely and just like a little, have a little moment of peace before I walk into the week. So I'm going to go for a walk around the block every week. And maybe there's a neighbor or a friend who could join you on that walk. Or it could be, you know, whatever, whatever rhythms that might be applicable, helpful, positive is the word that this person used. Can you offer an invitation? Because if that relationship and that love is there, hopefully if an invitation is given in love, one day one of those hopefully will be received and accepted. Yeah. And like go for like, like you said, like a crowd pleaser. The other thing is that proximity, like physical proximity is really important. Because like when you live with someone or around someone or near someone, again, there's a, a different set of expectations and 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 rhythms 
that are happening there than if you saw someone every week. Mm. And mm. so sometimes, you know, depending on the relationship, you actually have to take more ground, make up more ground if you only see that person occasionally rather than if you lived with them or near them mm. or around them. So proximity is really uh, important to consider as well. Mm. Yeah, I think that's yeah. good. Because lots of things happen over time, I don't think. And this again, like you said, there's no clean or concise or easy answer to making someone's reality from your perspective better because, who, you know, that's that's a privileged position to be in and, and no one mm. really can do that for anyone else unless that person is, like you said, has accepted an invitation. Yeah, we're messy, complicated people, eh? I literally just messaged a friend of mine today and said, people are weird, eh? <laughs> yeah, we are. We are so contradictory and full of paradox and confusing messaging. <laughs> to say one thing and do another thing. So, yeah, hopefully that's helpful and mm. that, you know, the idea of a positive rhythm might mean something different to this other person. So a positive change for you might not be the same as it is for that person. So maybe try and re recontextualize what positive means for this person. Is it a really small thing that, that you think you, or that you can see that would make this person's day-to-day -day more rich, more meaningful? Because sometimes you, do, you don't have to climb the whole mountain straight away. You can just take mm. a few steps. Mm. Yeah, and mm. that comes with reframing what like a positive rhythm looks like for that person. All right, well, speaking about mountains, Chris... Sometimes mm -hmm. the impossible mountain to climb is housework day. <laughs> We've had a question about that. My answer is just marry an active relaxer. They yes, just I was about you. to ask you, what does housework <sighs> look like for you? It's just, it's just go. We've been asked ideas, asked for ideas on how to make the dreaded housework a more lovely experience. Mm. Well, we've answered this actually, is that like associate it with something lovely. Yes. So if you hate housework, but you love listening to music, put the two together and your love for music hopefully will overwhelm your disdain for dusting or vacuuming or doing the dishes totally i thought the very similar thing was pair it with something good so could be something during and if it was like music or whatever it is it could be something distracting uh -huh. something motivating or something energizing yeah so something that's just like going to distract you so maybe for me if it was myself i'd probably want to listen to like an audiobook or something because yep. i just want to listen to that until the book is finished so mm -hmm. that's quite good to pair with housework it's, it's like aspirational too it's like a goal to complete <laughs> yeah totally yeah. or it could be motivating so sometimes when i've been listening to a podcast and they might touch on like housework I know that those there's a whole there's a whole housework podcast. That's not what I'm talking about. But there's some episodes of particular podcasts I've listened to that have actually motivated me to want to go and like clean the skirting boards in my house. So that's a good one. Or something energizing. So that could be like some upbeat music or something that just like yeah. gives you energy and makes you want to move. Also pair with something good, something before or after. So maybe you need to clean your bath and then you treat yourself to a bath. And there are true. Yeah. I was actually um, gonna I was gonna say, like, game your psychology, because humans are like wired to want rewards for things. So say like yes. you're gonna reward yourself for doing this. So that could yeah. be like after you've cleaned the bath nice and squeaky clean, you go and have a bath in it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, well, yeah. After you do the dishes, you treat yourself to like a really nice takeaway or something. Yeah, totally, totally. I also thought this is a lazy genius principle as well. We mentioned one earlier, um, is to go in the right order. So (laughs) this isn't so much like about a rhythm, but a rhythm has often an order and a shape to it. And um, to make housework more lovely is you need to do it in the right order. Mm. So for instance, with your bathroom, if you're not dusting your bathroom before you try to clean it, oh my gosh, what are you doing? You need to dust your bathroom, people, because yeah. otherwise you're just moving dust all around the vanity. I've you're done making, it. Like, I dust hate paste. it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. There's um, a um, great concept. I'm just going to butt in from um, the book Atomic Habits, which I'm yes. sure everyone on this planet has read by now. I just hear about <laughs> it everywhere. But it was around like um, if a piece of housework is only going to take you like two minutes to do, mm-hmm. just do it then. Don't yes. let it become a half hour job because it's like dishes. Clear example. Like when there's one or two dishes in the sink, just do them then. Mm-hmm. Because when you let them pile up and suddenly you've got a sink full of dishes, your, your motivation just goes through the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like just do little bits at a time as well. Like I'm trying this cause I'm like classic, like I'll make another sandwich later, put the, put the knife down on the side of the sink, you know, universal yes. sign of I'm going to make another one and just <laughs> not do that dish, you know, just yeah. leave it. Yeah. 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 That's a good habit. And again, it could be part of a rhythm as well. Like one that I really love that I've seen on Instagram is like 15 minute shakedown or similar is just like four minutes and you just play music, set a timer for however long you say, just do whatever, whatever tidying you feel like doing in that time as well. Just do something for four minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. While you enjoy some music. Shake it up and shake it down, you know, like (laughs) try not to do the housework the same way every time Mm. maybe would help too. True. Another important thing is we've talked about um, how environment is really important when trying to like establish a rhythm or influence our rhythms and our ways of living. Have your housework products or supplies or whatever in the place where you need them. Mm. So like you could probably quickly like wipe down the, the, the toilet vanity while you have used it one day you know like maybe you've got guests coming and the spray and wipe and cloth whatever you need you store underneath it just like quickly wipe it down there because the stuff's right there yeah so plenty of tips there it's not just housework eh? like a lot of these principles you can apply to like other bits of life for sure and that's what i'm leaning on because if my family's listening to this they're probably like laughing at me because housework is not my strong so i avoid it at all costs Mm -hmm. i'm very lucky to live in a household that actually has a cleaner so i recognize my weakness in this area i'm drawing on other Uh, applicable experiences yeah Yeah. gotcha (laughs) All right. Speaking of drawing, we should like start to land the plane, I reckon. Yeah. Because otherwise we're going to have like, we're going to make good on our promise to do like the three hour Joe Rogan experience, the rhythms experience. No. (laughs) So we are going to wrap up. So if we haven't got to your question, first of all, thank you so much again for sending them in. And we had quite a number. We couldn't get to them all, but we will save them. And um, we might do another Q&A episode in the future so we can answer them then or um, also look out for Instagram Lives. That's something we want to do coming up is some Insta Lives and we could answer some questions then too. Yeah, it's it's really affirming for us if people have questions around it because it helps us kind of pick, a, pick away at new ideas too. And thinking about 
the future, Chris, we have been doing some good work recently about what's coming next for Rhythms. Yeah, yeah, we've planned probably the next season, although we're not doing seasons, we're just going to keep plowing along through to next year. So mm-hmm. we've got no plans on slowing down. We want to keep doing the podcast as long as we've got ideas and something to say. So we are going to go back to our regular format, but we have some special fun holiday themed content. Obviously, we're coming to the end of the year. Very exciting. So we might have to lean into our Christmas podcast toolkit, Hannah. Yes. Find all those Jingle Bell themed stock music tracks and bust out. (laughs) True. (laughs) But yeah, we've got some really cool seasonal stuff. We're going to be talking about the new year. We're going to be talking about Christmas. We've got some really fun stuff and a really creative episode planned for around Christmas time that you won't Mm -hmm. want to miss. So stick around with us if you haven't already subscribed on your favorite platform. Do that because then you'll know exactly when those episodes drop. And... If you enjoy what we do, could you consider or please do write a review because it really does help us out. You know what? We got a review on Apple Podcasts and I noticed that our chart position went up after that. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they were related, but we all live at the whims of algorithms. Mm-hmm. And so we do. Um, <laughs> we do. Now so, that I've started to make reels, I am very aware. Uh, it is crazy. And so we would just so appreciate your help because we we re- genuinely feel that this could be really helpful for people to listen to. With your help, you know, you can help us get get our podcast out there. So thank you. And thank you to everyone who listens to us and supports us. We do really feel appreciated. I very much do. It fills me with a sense of familiar loveliness every time I see that someone's listening. <laughs> there it is. Catchphrase. <laughs> we does should it, try and get it in every episode, do, right? Yeah, does it go on a mug or a T-shirt or a bumper sticker? Yeah. It, I, honestly, let us know your ideas for rhythms, how we can like yeah. bring more rhythms podcasts stuff into your life what merch do you want we want your ideas i want surely there's some sort of notepad or you know i'm I'm a pen and paper gal there's a notepad in there i think think so yeah all right everyone we will see you on the next episode until then you can catch us on instagram or flick us an email or check us out at its rhythms that's uh, it's r that's it's it's com. did you get it thank you chris you got it yeah okay bye everyone see ya Thanks for listening to The Rhythms Podcast. For show notes, episode transcripts, and more, remember it's rhythms.com. That's itsrhythms.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. It really helps us out. We want to hear from you. If there's a rhythm in your life you want us to talk about, or a question you'd like to ask us about this episode or any others, get in touch. You can email us at therhythmspodcast at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram at itsrhythmspodcast. Or if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to use the Q&A feature. See you next time on The Rhythms Podcast.